You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Soap here. Excited to continue our series talking to our new 2021 Institute Fellows. Karen Crozier is here. We'll catch up with her, see what she's working on professionally these days, see what she's excited about once Institute kicks off in a couple of days. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Karen, before we get into the professional stuff, I feel like I've met a lot of people who've been to six continents, but not the seventh one. Is that true that you've been to all seven? And how did that seventh one come to be? Yes, I have. You know, I had a goal, just a crazy goal (laughs) in my early 20s that I wanted to go to every continent by the age of 25. And at the time I was working in New York City. And so I was by three airports that had a Mm -hmm. lot of cheap fares. And so I was a a middle school teacher at the time for the Mm -hmm. NYC Department of Education. And every time we had a vacation, I would just find another cheap ticket and go. (laughs) So for Antarctica, I found a, a Russian research vessel I think they're called Antarctica 21, and they would take people from uh, the tip of Chile Mm -hmm. uh, in a boat to Antarctica, and it was amazing. Uh, And then we we took these little inflatable rafts and got to look at some of the islands that you can't walk on because, you know, they're trying to preserve it, but we got to see a lot of penguins. Really fun experience. That's great. Well, as as someone who's been to six, I'll definitely get some advice from you on how to lock in that seventh one. That's definitely a very interesting (laughs) and cool experience. Listen, when folks ask you what you do for a living, how do you usually describe that answer? Well, I'm a professor in uh, the community college system here in LA. So our district is LACCD, Los Angeles Community College District. I am an associate professor of English at Los Angeles Mission College. And since the pandemic started, I also was selected for an additional role, which is distance education specialist. And I basically help other professors learn to bring their classes online. And have there been bright spots you've seen with that transition? What's been the most encouraging for you with that? Absolutely. I I think that it's brought people together in a new kind of way and that people are a little more willing to let their walls down and let people know that they're struggling just because the world so much is going on. And then I also think before we just didn't take as much advantage of virtual conferencing. And now that we are, it's a lot easier to connect with because there's nine colleges in LACCD all across Los Angeles. And so it's a lot easier to connect with professors from other colleges that are maybe a two hour drive from me. So I think those are really positive things. And do you anticipate once things are more stabilized and folks can see each other in person, will there be a hard swing back to folks being very excited to be in classrooms and in person and next to each other? Or do you feel there'll actually be uh, a good mix of in-person and distance learning that will continue? I think it's going to be a mix, and I think that's a good thing because there are so many wonderful things about face-to-face learning, but there are a lot of wonderful things about uh, online learning as well. And I think that, you know, can being able to meet with people across distances, um, you know, that are very wide across LA and then kind of put your minds together. I hope that continues to happen afterwards. Uh, but yes, I think people will be excited to go back, but I'm hoping they'll have a new sort of fervor and excitement for online opportunities. Yeah. Well, when you think about an online opportunity, NLC is one of those for 2021. What are you most looking forward to in terms of the training or the connect or the connecting with folks? Well, um, I have been working on something with my college that's been really exciting. So one of the big issues with online classes is making them fully accessible to a student who's you know, hard of hearing or deaf or vision impaired or blind. There's a lot of very specific things we have to do, and those can be very taxing to learn. Um, and in my role, I got to start doing trainings on ADA compliance, the Americans with Disabilities Act. And I was inspired by my mom who passed about 10 years ago and worked with students who had disabilities throughout her career. 
and it's been exciting because I've been able to connect with people across the district. They've been really excited about the trainings that I've done, and I think we have some exciting forward movement going on accessible and accessibility and universal mm -hmm. design, and I hope that that wave keeps going. Listen, we're so excited to have you in the cohort. Congrats on that. And thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all the episodes we've been dropping the last couple of days. You can hear and listen to all the amazing folks that will be in both the Institute cohort and the Engage cohort. Check those out, all the places you grab at your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. They're all there. And until next time, we'll catch you soon. <laughs> <laughs>